Horrific Network Entertainment. Welcome to a special edition Campfire Chronicles where uh, we are going to discuss projects that all the guests of Sinister Creature Con have done over the next two days and break it down and see which one we want to do in our virtual scare park. But the caveat, just because every fucking movie we've done so far has been a maze, is it cannot be a maze. It has to be a ride or scare zone. I mean, I got two. I got two lined up already. So, (laughs) today is day one of Sinister Creature Con. We were just told in our production meeting we broke the fucking ticket sales record. 300 at least more people coming than we're here for Kane Hodder, which means it's going to be an absolute insane weekend. (laughs) and and, uh the uh biggest thing today i would say the uh the highlight panels have got to be the fright nights reunion panel and the dream warriors reunion panel we've never john had a fright nights property at halloween horror nights we have not actually had a Dream Warriors one either, although the Dick Freddy thing has made an appearance several times. Danielle and Omar are here because two people are not. I'll let you connect the dots on that um, as far as being recorded on a podcast. And Omar's not connecting the dots yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. But here we are, Sinister Creature Con back at Scottish Rite Center. Are you excited? We're home. Yeah, I'm excited, it de- yeah. It's, it's definitely a different feeling here. It's that same. It literally where, feels like I home. Feel like we're more chill. It feel yeah. it's like Halloween. Dude, uh, when we were in uh, Roseville, walking around in that whole building, you're like your ass is puckering because you don't know if you're going the right way or if you're going to the right place or. Yeah, it was so spread apart. It really missed the intimacy of this. Like, they need a bigger venue, but not that big yet. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to just keep growing it in its intimacy Mm -hmm. until it gets to that point. We're we're starting to grow. We've been growing this building out for a little bit, especially with the draws for... We're going to find out just how much in a couple hours. Like Pictures to follow. Because I would say we've outgrown this building, but at the same time, like you just said, this building has like a very comfortable feeling for people who have done it before. Danielle and Omar, you... Well, Danielle has, but Omar, you have not... How are you feeling? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I've done like help with Midsummer Scream, and obviously this isn't that level, but like you guys are saying, more intimate, more close. 
I'm used to dealing with like thousands of people. Long Beach Convention yeah. Center. Yeah. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Seems fun. Yeah, this okay. this kind of educators more towards the guest interaction as far as like having these horror celebs oh. and giving these people these opportunities to like sit with them. And yeah, exactly. Them. I'm just ready to be a security guard dog. So. <laughs> Omar wants to fight you. The moderators have met Bill Mosley. We're going to excuse the everybody to go uh, kind of roam and introduce. Looks like Xander just bought something. Um. Charlie is looking very focused right now. Like Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, this con, this was so nice. This he was nice, uh, but Charlie, this this con is really about redemption for you. Redemption <laughs> four years ago from three ish years ago. Yep, and. Uh, how how are you feeling, Charlie? Is he in the building yet? Redemption. Yes. Is he going to come through this door? You're sitting down, so you're ready to go. You're ready. <laughs> play by play. And I'm here this time. You know, I, I'm debating whether to tell him that story or not. <laughs> I think that I want to put an end to it somehow. Yeah. Go, go. <laughs> the uh, the redemption story. For Charlie getting to not just talk to Joe Bob again, but this time you uh, you get you get the eyes on the true prize with uh, with Darcy. Right, right. What are you going to ask Darcy? Well, I don't know how to put this, but there's a lot more to Darcy than meets the eye. She's. Uh, She's actually the one that got Joe Bob Last drive-in? Yeah. She wow. Was, she was just a fan, and she went to a book signing with him. And uh, I haven't let them tell the story, obviously. But uh, she said, what are you doing writing as John Bloom? You really need to be Joe Bob Briggs again. So they made kind of a contact and stayed in contact, and she kept after him until he accepted the offer. Interesting. Yeah, interesting story. I didn't know it. Do you think that uh, you interviewing Lisa Loring is going to be a fun time, Charlie? I do because that's my... I was like 14 years old when, when the Adams Family premiered. Mm-hmm. And... Um, what is... What, what was that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway... <laughs> Classic Charlie. Um, Classic. Classic. It's Charlie. He has his pants on. She's. Mm-hmm. I do. They'll be off by the time the interview starts. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because that really was my my generation. You know, three TV channels. So, Xander, who are you most excited to meet? I got to meet Bill Mosley, and, and I talk, and I comment on some of his funny posts on Twitter a lot. So no, I think he already had his dream meet because he met Bill, and Bill was well, nice enough to talk to him. And then I'm telling him I'm the one with the that's James pretty, Bond picture. That's pretty interesting because he's dressed head to toe like fucking Joe Bob Briggs right now. So <laughs> well, gonna, did I, you make I, him wear that, Charles? No. <laughs> hey, listen, he is a fan of Joe Bob Briggs. As long as I am. Since I figured out well, what Well, no, that's not true. 
<laughs> you know what I mean. Monster Vision style. Yeah. Um, so this is how this is going to work. Throughout the day, as we go into panels, so starting with Charlie's Lisa Loring Adams family panel, as we escort her into the room and as the panel kicks off, you may hear like the beginning of the panel on the podcast. And then we're going to go out to the hallway and kind of talk about, is this guest's work nominated for Campfire Chronicles? If it's a yes, then it moves to the next round to, to tomorrow. And if it's a no, then we'll just be like, hey, sh- she or he is cool. Yes, Charlie. But we did, did we have a rule that we didn't? Do them twice because I think Joe Bob was actually. So we have said so. There's that to consider, but this being a special circumstance, we're throwing that rule out. But it has to be a scare zone or a ride, because everything we've done so far is literally a. uh, I think it was. Has literally been a maze. This was. I think Joe Bob was a scare zone the last time we voted in. That you like walked into. Yes. Yes. So, when we get really going here, we'll be back on the podcast, and then tomorrow we will, same podcast, but it'll be tomorrow, and then at the end of the day tomorrow, we'll pick our winner. So, there we are. We'll be back in a couple hours, but for you, it'll be seconds. So, stay tuned. So I'm here now, Campfire Chronicles, with Jason from Fast Pass with us, who just conducted his first uh, series of uh, celebrity interviews. Uh, you got a poopy butt? Uh, no. Uh, thankfully, my brother gave me some uh, some <laughs> liquid courage to help me get through it. <laughs> who was your favorite to talk to? Bill Mosley. He was. Him and uh, uh, Lord Blood Raw. Actually, Lord Blood Raw was like the first one because I don't want to say anything bad, but like, he, he was Lord Blood Raw was one that got me like, all right, yeah, this is no big deal, yeah. But uh, my first one did not go that well. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> the one where the guy refused to stand up. Oh, that was Billy Bob or whatever. No, it was it was uh, oh, no, somebody else. So. Yeah, we were discussing whether or not I was going to break your spirit. <laughs> I figured, I go, I go, Jimmy's going to kill me if I don't at least get one. <laughs> and so, to come out the gate and have someone ask you straight up, do I have to answer your questions? Uh, I'm yeah, not, not going to lie, that's a pretty spirit-breaking scenario. It was, it was pretty rough. <laughs> like, if I were you, I probably just would have went home after that. <laughs> So there's there's two there's two more that, that as of this moment that I'm going to talk to before I leave hopefully today. Who are they? Uh, Ross Marquand and uh, Ken. I, I, yeah, the guy who oh, played Jason yeah. uh, and Freddy vs. Jason. I just just talked to Ross. Ross is a pretty dope dude, um, but I will say that he's not going to be in the conversation for winning the Campfire Chronicles uh, Sinister Creature Con tournament because. If we know anything about Halloween Horror Nights, it is that it doesn't need any more Walking Dead material. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, he's got you're excited on that. Um, we don't need Walking Dead at Halloween Horror Nights. Like ever, again. Um, <laughs> that'll that'll but make if you, everything better. 
Like, if you had to uh, take your pick, though, from properties that are featured by our guests, what uh, what what property would you want to see at Halloween Horror Night? Me personally, I think it would be fun to see a um, a version of the Adams Family and like make the maze actually black and white. Do something along those lines. That, that's that's what I think. Um, that's that's not bad. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Caught him off guard on that one. I mean, I was kind of going going with Terrifier. That seems like one. Terrifier. Yeah. But we are doing this in the stipulation that it has to be a ride or scare zone. It cannot be a maze because everything this season. We've all said should be a maze. It's getting kind of annoying. Then, then I think that we need to have the Adams Family dark ride. You go through nice. the actual house. That's, that's my choice. So, how the panels go are going to directly affect the scores as to who wins this weekend as well. So, knowing that, Charlie. Hey. Charlie, a uh, lot of pressure on you for Lisa Loring. I mean, Jason's pitching a dark ride Adams Family experience. However, uh, if the panel is dog shit, probably not looking too good. So there's a lot of pressure on you, Charlie. A lot of pressure on you to make the, con- the conversation. Which, by the way, hold on, time out. Fast pass with us. I do have footage of Charlie walking uh, Joe Bob Briggs to his table. I videotaped that. <laughs> uh, subscribe, like the video. We're gonna be screenshotting that for sure. That's that'll be a T-shirt, like a Neff T-shirt. It'll just be a square picture of Charlie walking with Joe Bob from behind. Like, he's tuckering him out for you. Hey, Walter. I don't think you want to go. Dad, you can't go out there. Um, Flynn, where you at? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It's like a puppy. It's a yearning cattle. Very much. Um. That's what he. It looked like he was gonna duck and just slide. You can't follow. Danielle, what? Uh, you have not gone and introduced yourself to anybody yet. Who did you introduce yourself to? Amanda. Amanda Hurst. Royce. Say her last name, Charlie. Hurst. Hurst. Yeah. How was that? Was that dope? You work up the courage. Actually, let's just skip that question. Do you work up the courage to go say hi to Bill Mosley yet? I have not. He's a super nice guy. Hey, he's got a picture. He's got a picture of him as the guy from uh, Prisoners of Ghost. Yeah, we know, John. It's your favorite fucking movie of all time. Did did Bob tell you I started interviewing him? No, all John literally... John literally started texting me at 5 a.m. about Prisoners of Ghost Town. It's always fucking talked about all day today. 
It's a joke, John. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I, I, I asked him like three... Mr. Boogity's not my favorite person in the world. That's true. <laughs> I asked him like three questions and my dad's all, wait, I'm not videotaping. Jason, Jason, this needs to be on the uh, video. You need to find Drew and ask him on camera where the actor who played Mr. Boogity is. All right, I'll do it. Yeah. That's go. My, that's my project? Yes. Did you say go? You have to go yes. right now. Go. <laughs> go. That now. Do it now. Yeah. Be gone. <laughs> I said good day, sir. <laughs> so we're 10 minutes away from the doors fully opening. Um, I mean, right now, the Adams family is kind of winning day one with Jason's dark ride pitch. That's a good idea. So I love the idea of Adams family dark ride. But again, the panels Panel has to affect uh, the score. Don't suck. And uh, so then we have the, we have the Dream Warriors today. We also have Joe Bob Briggs and Darcy today. A horror host. Those are uh, the two people that turned me down for an interview. <laughs> did they? Joe Bob and Darcy. Yeah, Joe Bob did, and so did uh, one of the Dream Warriors. Ken Sagos. Yeah, Ken Sagos. We we said it like three times, but we'll say it one more time. Ken Sagos asked Jason if he needed to do this, and Jason cried and walked away sad. I did not cry. I just told him. I said, "Look, I said, put your mask on. I'm going to ask you some questions." <laughs> Jesus Christ! You can just move your mouth, yawn. I don't care. I'll put words. In Listen, there. <laughs> when I say dance, you're gonna dance. Put your mask on. Put your mask. So you're just gonna dub Ken Sagos like from fucking different lines from Dream Warriors? Yep. <laughs> it's just gonna yeah, be like I'll just use the Dream Warriors Ken. like lines, the audio from the movies. Ken, how are you doing today? King K. <laughs> great, great. Thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Fuck you, Freddy. <laughs> no, Ken. No. <laughs> like what? We already had it, man. We had Kane Hodder himself a couple years ago. I mean, who else? There's nobody like. Yeah, like. We had Jason X. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> So in a room that, if we're going to give it a score by crowd size, is a solid six and a half, seven. However, some of the answers Charlie's getting right now are not not the most conversation-inducing, I guess would be the right way to put it. Um, Some of the questions Charlie has asked are getting answers like, no, and I don't remember that. <laughs> so I feel bad because Charlie was talking to me earlier about my one of my interviews that was a, a one-liner dabber, and how it was very rough and hard to carry a conversation. And here Charlie is doing the exact same thing. Um. So in a lot of ways, I would say that your brother's Adam's family thing, judging by this. Is a, not gonna happen. Is a no for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's that. But there's a bunch. Is of... David doing a panel? No. Oh. 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes. So... With the director. We gonna do something for that? We've already done something for that, right? For Terrifier, right? Yeah, that's... No, that's one of the ones that I'm saying could win the whole thing. Just because of that. What do you mean, no? Oh, John's got ideas. We're in trouble now. God. He's been drinking since 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so yeah, for what's we're gonna go in there and watch Charlie. Some we'll be back. Yeah. So the interesting, the interesting development being that Charlie's trying to get her to open up, but she is not the best at answering questions. So you can't really blame Charlie. But where Charlie was on track for like a a three out of ten, but he's raising it up to like a five and a half, six out of ten. There's actually still quite a bit of people in there. Yeah. No one has left, yeah. No, There's also... It was when you left. More people. Um, they, they felt like it was okay to leave after you left. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Um, she was honest about the other thing... She didn't like it. The other thing worth like, saying into the microphone is, if you leave early, where the fuck are you going to go? It's butts to nuts out there. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Just in the hallway, dude. They all making money. Go in there and help <laughs> Charlie out. Get ready to close this thing. So, Charlie, how do you feel that your interview with Lisa Loring went? Uh, I thought it was good. I, I would have appreciated a little longer answers. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. having to do some heavy lifting during the interview. If not- I can say that. Yes, that's allowed for you to say completely. I will say this for you, Charlie. You got her to open up quite a bit. And Xander, yes. I got to get you to stay off that phone if you're going to ask a couple questions. She kind of embarrassed you a little bit. But John Ashton. Yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, we. But she was she was nice to talk to, and she but she just. You know, part of the reason was that she was six years old when she did it. She doesn't remember a lot about it, which is... I can't remember anything that I did. I was six. Well, she didn't remember a lot of the stuff that I asked her about. So that brought those questions to a quick end. Sure. Right now it's fucking standing room only for the Dream Warriors panel. That's pretty intense. I'm a little surprised by that, but... That's great. Granted, Nightmare on Elm Street was supposed to be more intense. Yeah, Ken Sejo said that it would only be five people. Interesting stuff. He's in a real positive frame of mind. By the... Well, I've got another fun story for you when we're done recording. Um, The... 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 Room, if we're gonna give a room, so our room, our crowd score for you, Charlie, was like a solid 7.5. But crowd well, room, what do you mean? Crowd score, like how big it, oh, how was. big it was, it's like yeah, 70. Uh, panel wise, though, that dropped you to about a six and a half, and it wasn't your fault, it was her fault. Uh, well, she's not done, there's no chance in hell. I'll get up there and be like, sit your asses back down. <laughs> um, questions so right now though dream warriors we're about to go back in there standing room only ashley's moderating it uh if we're going by scores standing room only is a 10 out of 10 out of 10 so 
that's, uh, yeah, that's certainly something. Definitely makes me think if there's going to be that many because Sunday's always, Sunday is typically always less busy, but all the fucking people tomorrow, it's like they're all going to still come. I cannot imagine Mosley being any less than that, judging by his line. So... Well, that's on the podcast, so... <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to go back in and... We're going to finish uh, Ashley's Dream Warriors panel in, in roughly 20 minutes. It'll be time to go pick up the Fright Night crew. That'll be a fun one for Jay, so here we go. So day one of Sinister Creature Con is done, and we have had quite quite the day. Quite the day has transpired over the course of since we last uh, since we last left you. We didn't really talk too much about after the Dream Warriors panel, but God damn it, dude, you did a really good job. Thank you. Yeah. I was freaking out the entire time. I just felt like as soon as Jimmy gave me the warning, like the 10 minute warning, I was like, their answers were getting longer and longer. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I still got to answer some fan questions. And I'm like trying to segue <laughs> to it. And then Jennifer like had her whole emotional moment. That, I'm glad that like Ken said something after that. Cause I was like, okay, she's at time and this is going to be a real bummer of a moment to end the whole thing on yeah and then he kind of like rounded it all out i don't even remember what he said well, I we had remember the being... last question oh that's right yeah the, the kid guy that asked. i couldn't see and it was just like okay even if it's not even a nightmare story it was like a martin lawrence story at least it was something yeah. more light-hearted than how she just all of a sudden decided to fully wear her emotions on her sleeve all of a sudden i was like holy smokes but that panel was super dope especially i know you were nervous about it and it did not show whatsoever oh donna's calling okay hold on so then we had ourselves the story of day one i think (laughs) with edward creepy hands um deciding that he was going to try to creep on Darcy. I know, Walter. I don't understand why someone would do it either. Especially when the three of us are standing right there. Yeah. Getting ready to walk right out the door. Like, no, I'm talking about the dude. Yeah. Like, how did you think, guy, that that situation was going to end? Because in no outcome does it end well. Yeah. Because if one of us doesn't handle it someone bigger than us was about to also um the panel room from the dream warriors for most of the day was standing room only and we talked about at the beginning of the show how scottish Rite center is like coming home again but at the same time uh, i would say that we have officially outgrown the scottish Rite center like it was packed today. Yeah. I wish that there was like Scott. If Scottish Rite would like expand and just add another like room this size, it would be perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
because there was a shitload of people in here today. Yeah. And some of the lines. I mean, there was quite a bit of lines that were pretty long, and they're in different spots than like the normal big draws would be. So their lines were kind of big. going right in the middle of traffic. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, normally they put the heavy hitters, like, right here on the end, so their lines would form past the bathrooms and towards the panel room here. Well, what ended up happening was <laughs> Mosley's line was so big, it then joined forces with Ken's line and became a mega line that then just swallowed Ro- Rochelle's line entirely. Yeah. And whoever the handlers for those three were, because there's one guy that I don't know what his name is, but he literally was at the front of the line. And he was like, who are you here for? And then he would send that person to the one of the three lines that were smaller. Like, so, I don't know how much of that Abby and Ron had to do with, but uh, that situation was handled way better than the Doug Bradley, Kane Hodder, uh, Linda Blair situation. But let's talk about what of these properties should advance into the final for day one because we said that uh, Lisa Loring and Charlie did not uh, necessarily jive the best to kick things off (laughs) but Joe Bob Briggs and Charlie once again were just eating out of each other's hands like Charlie and Joe Bob like the second that they start talking to one another <laughs> it's like Lady in the Tramp or something. I don't know. And Darcy was the Italian guy singing the song. For like, him. yeah, yeah. Darcy Darcy oh, was Tony. Night. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful night. Um the the uh, panel with Rochelle Davis uh She's hella cool. She's was fun. was a fun conversation. She's very like she very much filled the forty minutes fast with only a couple of questions. She was talking about Brandon Lee a lot, which was expected. Talking about how uh, her father was pretty much the catalyst for her to get into activism and equality stuff because of how much of a bigot he was which was I thought like pretty open of her to just be forthcoming with that relationship information Mm -hmm. that was kind of a powerful moment for everybody who was in the room there and she you know turned that into a lesson and tied it to Brandon's mentality and I thought that it was a very dope conversation Jesus Christ um And we closed it out with the horror hosts, Misery and Blood Laraw. This is like, I want to say my seventh or eighth time interviewing Blood Laraw. And uh, he's now signed a TV deal with Tubi, which is freaking wild. Damn. Uh, that, that is pretty, pretty crazy. We'll discuss that off the air. Um, and uh, Misery, I've never actually talked to her but her little boy was in the front row of her husband, and oh, and every movie that she said was good, he would literally be like, "Bucket of blood, yeah!" 
But, like, <laughs> she'd be like, the first movie I showed on my first episode is The House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill! <laughs> and, like... <Kid>? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so... That was a fun way to end the uh, the show, and then so yeah. Tomorrow we'll talk about tomorrow in a minute. But out of today, I would say I think the Dream Warriors should advance to the finals, just because they haven't been there before, and Joe Bob has. We for Campfire Chronicles' sake. We featured Joe Bob the last time he was at Sinister Creature Con, actually, I think is why we brought him up. Um, so, yeah, I would say for right now, it's the Dream Warrior panel. Or, and I would say it should be a scare zone. Because you could literally have all the fucking Dream Warriors with some practical effects like uh, the, the Freddy Worm. Uh, the penis. Yeah, I mean, if you want to call it what it actually is, sure, the Freddy, the Freddy Dick. Um, just kind of stationed. You like stationed. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's scary. Let's go towards it. <laughs> uh, and then you could also like have the the fucking no oh, god. <laughs> no, god. <laughs> um. <laughs> Should it be a ride, Walter? It'd be cooler as a ride. You ride the Freddy snake. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like Heimlich's choo-choo train, but it's the Freddy snake. <laughs> oh, that was a dream boy. It was so delicious. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It <laughs> Welcome to Pratai, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dude, yeah, make it a kitty ride, yeah. dark ride, man. I'm in. There it is. Yeah, like, so that's that's what's going up against tomorrow. That, and then when you leave, it's fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> All right, that is it. So that's the day one nominee. So tomorrow, you literally. the panel's tomorrow. Holy crap. Yeah, tomorrow. Yep. Ross tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, Dan yeah. Mosley. David Howard Thornton. It's literally Mosley, Ross, Ken, and the Terrifiers. Yeah. Those are the four panels tomorrow. It's like, it literally, it, it was like WrestleMania Day 1, WrestleMania Day 2. And it's like, you bring in all these, these fucking people, and you can't even, like, we didn't even, we didn't even, we could have had at least another panel because Fred Williamson was like, I would have done a panel. Oh, shit. No. And My dad um, would have loved to talk to Dude, him. he's a fucking sex machine. Like, <laughs> I'm a sex machine. Like, and he was, yeah, he was down. Like, I was like, man, I'm, I wish you weren't doing a panel. And he was like, it wasn't my choice to not do a panel. I'm like, well, God damn it. Because right. it would have been fun to talk to you. But tomorrow, yeah, Bill Mosley, Ross Markland, who was Aaron in The Walking Dead, and then uh, has since voiced Infinity Ultron in Marvel's What If, 
he was the Red Skull in Endgame Infinity War. Um, and he is going to be Han Solo in the Lego Star Wars, the next Lego Star Wars. Wasn't he Han Solo in the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special? Yeah. So that's going to be wild. Um, then you go into Ken Kersinger, who is Jason and Freddy versus Jason. Another five-star movie, Freddy versus Jason. Right up there with Jason X. Um, no, no. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason is a good goddamn movie. Uh, the, no, yeah. I'm saying that's a Jason X. Freddy versus Jason is amazing. Freddy versus Jason way better. And so Jason is Jason X. X. <laughs> and Bullshit. So, uh, no. And so the, and then... David Howard Thornton in Terrifier. Like... He's so fucking rad. Yeah, he is cool. The director is solid cool, too, actually. Yeah. And I did it. I got my picture with him. I did it. Yeah, thank you to David and Damien for taking pictures with Ashley and I backstage. I know you're... nasty child. Some of your... <laughs> He's ready. Some people may not be the most thrilled about us getting those photos but we got them so so we're about to go have a nightmare we're about to go have a night at the museum situation right now <laughs> until my wife gets here which the second I'm about to get in some shit she's gonna pull up she's here okay we'll continue this podcast tomorrow and we're off and running with day two sinister creature con Jay's over here talking about how Pixar's just rip-offs of other great films. No, they're not uh, all great films that they rip off, and quite often Pixar's version is better than the original because Don Hollywood's not a good movie. Walter, <laughs> Walter's watching Dinosaurs. Omar and Ari gonna go bang behind the, uh, the thing. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's a way to start day two. Um... Today, Bill Mosley, if you followed the Horrific Network, you know what this day is. As we've talked for countless podcasts about how the man has been the white whale of the Horrific Network. So much so that the director, Sean Heitz, is like, yeah, you really ought to meet him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs> um, but property-wise for our virtual scare park... After sleeping on it um, and finding out what we found about Wednesday Adams after the con, where where we? I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, where are we? Because we all said panel wise, the winner for the virtual scare part, just on the basis that we featured Joe Bob before, was Ashley in the Dream Warriors. Nice. J- Jason said. Uh, Adam's family dark ride, which would be fun, but we're right now we're at the Dream Warrior scare zone, coming into Dream day Warriors. two. <laughs> Dream Warriors. Uh, no, God, yes, no. Yeah. It ended up being the Dream Warriors Freddy Dick Worm Choo Choo train ride. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. You know, I feel that fits with the park very well. <laughs> and if yeah, if you ever. Oh. So it's a slight paint job, though. Yeah. Same mold. Got it. All right. And we definitely wanted him, Freddie, to keep the Heimlich accent, so it was very much like, "Welcome to prime time, bitch." Kincaid, I'm coming for you. 
Um, <laughs> like, fuck, I don't think anything's gonna beat it. <laughs> I just don't have a twisted oh, Disney podcast. God, what? Why did we not just have a twisted Disney podcast? We'd make a fucking killing. I think it's definitely on deck for us to do. That, that is. Design a Disney theme park on yeah. the on the Campfire Chronicles off season. Just do. Just a completely whacked version of that. Yes. <laughs> The Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> Can I do the Hall of Racism? Oh my god! It's a racist world. It's just animatronics of the biggest douchey racists oh, yeah. all the time. If you look to the right of the boat, you Is have... Is it going to have a Me Too wing? Of course. No, that's a separate ride and it's always closed. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the dark tunnel. Yes. Except for getting to visit Kevin Spacey's apartment. They have the Hall of Dictators. Yes. Now say Tom. Stalin. Stalin. Oh my god. They're animatronic. Just move the North. Trump one directly from the Hall of Presidents. Freaking have a, what's his name? Korea. Oh, yeah. No, but see, every now and then you just have to replace with, or to just, instead of building new ones, use old Disney animatronics, like the, the Bear Jamboree, use one of them oh for, for Mao Zedong. <laughs> or, or Stalin, for Stalin. There we go. Put a little Russian yeah. there. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Because he's Harry. Yes. Harry. Yeah. That works. That checks out, definitely. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Properties today, so Bill Mosley, Texas Chainsaw 2, House with Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, John's favorite movie of all time, The Ghosts of, what was it? <laughs> the Ghost, what was it? You're already wrong. Prisoners of Ghostland. Prisoners, Prisoners of Ghostland. Prisoners of Ghostland. With uh, Nicholas Cage, St. Nicholas Cage. Then we turn around, it's and Ross, Mosley. and it's, it's no, Ross, I, it's... That's why Nick's the whip. <laughs> Then we turn around and it's Ross Marquand with The Walking Dead, obviously, which I no, we're not going to feature that. HHN's covered The Walking Dead enough. But he's also got Red Skull. Red hey, Skull. hey, Tragic Kingdom. Yeah. That'd be like a special meet and greet. Meet Red Skull from 3 to 3.30. Let him, like, <laughs> tell you why you're about to be eradicated. Um, then we have... King Kersinger, Freddy versus Jason. Obviously the highlight there, but it's also been highlighted at Halloween Horror Nights. But he did do stunt work for 13 Ghosts. He did do stunt work. And we know how much of a stand for 13 Ghosts John is. Like, I love 13 Ghosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he worked on Supernatural. What happened to the lawyer? He split. <laughs> Oh, I thought they were talking about bears. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We're on fire already. Uh, it's going to be a great day, Jimmy. And then we have, to close things out, Terrifier. Yes. And that is a property that needs to be at Halloween Horror Nights. I know, yeah. I, I want to scare zone. I want to terrify our So that's the caveat. It has to be a zone or a ride. It can't yeah. be a maze. And a terrifier scare zone of just like dead bodies everywhere. In in the, the as you go through the scare zone, art just keeps popping up 
everywhere. Yeah, that's you, like what they did with Trick or Treat. Yeah. Sam was everywhere. There you go. That's I want a Terrifier scare zone. Uh, sadly, I think Terrifier will be along the lines of Trick or Treat for HHN, and it's going to take... Oh, you mean the dark hallways? years until we get it. Until it's a cult film. Oh, until yeah. Until it's the status it. I guess we'll it do it. It takes over decades. I don't know, man. When Terrifier 2 comes out. That might be it. Whatever that will be. It's, it's filmed. It's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to talk about it. I, I, yeah. I'm going to ask him about it. What, what platforms did they say it's supposed to come out on? It's not going to be theatrical, right? I would say... I think that's why they don't have a direct date yet from from different conversations I've had with Damien and Melissa. That's part of an oh, HHN problem. If it's not like a theater release, then they're like, yeah. well, nobody knows no. about it then. Yeah. It's like... Unless it's Stranger Things. It seems like very close to a full trailer release kind of thing. But I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Let's see how much you'll tease. So out of the day two, John, who can compete against the Friday train? Uh, Come gonna, on, jump on board and say, ride it. I was going to say what ifs uh, Marvel Zombies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that. What, what about, uh, quick question. Have you seen Doctor Strange yet? Yes. Okay. What about the he's, actual, what about he's the, not in that movie. Zombie Doctor Strange is. No, he is? No. We're not. We're talking about Ross. Ross was in What If. So. Yeah. But, yeah. I go, like, if you want to do a scare zone for Doctor Strange, just do when Doctor Strange zombie pops out and want to just reach out to the wall and just go. And just, it's like like those zombies that try to mangle themselves back together. Oh, his cape? Yeah, that was very dope. There's no doubt about it. Like oh, if, yeah. If they were going to do a, a zombie, Marvel zombie anything, like, that dude we'll better be. Yeah. No, far. Cap looked great. But Doctor Strange would be better if they yeah. could if, if they could pull off some kind of like projection effects and he's standing there and you could see the, the fucking deadite spirits yeah. like floating behind him it would be pretty rad yeah, the very deadite spirits yes that whole movie was Carrie meets the evil dead oh I loved it I loved every second of it for that like there was one sad part for me that I had to yell out my phone twice what was it Killing Sir Patrick. Oh. Oh, no. All those guys needed to die. I was so <laughs> happy. No, Sir Patrick. Yeah. Oh, here, you want the Illuminati? I Suck a dude. I go like, come on, this is... I gave it to you for ten seconds. You're gone. This is it. Sir Patrick's first name. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? And then we're going to fan cast him, so that way you never get to fucking see who you as soon, no. Yeah, as soon as Chris... As soon we as, tell you who to cast, not you. As soon as John Krasinski was Swiss cheese, I'm like, oh, yeah. they're all about to die. Yeah. The <laughs> like, second you... I'm like, there, nobody's surviving this. Yeah. Now it's a matter of how is everyone dying. Yeah. That's going to be bad. Black yeah. dead. I got bad bad ass. Yeah. That is the correct answer. In the most brutal way Marble could do. I one scene in that whole movie, and oh, that's it. What scene? Her killing all of them? Yeah, yeah. No, her yeah. Fight, the Illuminati. That's like the best. Oh, I can't wait to get it on Blu-ray just so I can rewatch that scene. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart. If you could just climb out of that bunker a yeah. little bit more, maybe we could reverse the curse. No, bro, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
My issue with that is it's literally supposed to be the smartest people ever yeah. on the planet. Yes. And they're just like, oh, we can take care of her. And I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you guys can't. Obviously. My my absolute favorite moment is after after the spaghettification <laughs> and after Black Bolt melting the whole side of his own head oh, to the side. What is what is Captain Carter do? I'm gonna hit you with a shield. Yeah, that's his sense. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, you know. I was like, I think Black Bolt had a little more than a shield. You saw how that worked out. Black Bolt's death was as gratifying as popping a pimple. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the same level as the glass eating scene from Choose or Die. In, in, in my opinion, I was like, oh, God. I think Choose or Die glass eating was rougher because she ate like five mouthfuls of glass. Yeah. She yeah. She's like, Black Bolt was basically just uh, Marvel and Disney going, hey, you remember the uh, Inhumans TV show? No, you don't. Uh, I yeah, do. It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter gone. <laughs> Are you that one person who watched it? Yes. This is for you. <laughs> Fuck off. This is for you. Now stop asking if they're camp. Because we just came this edit. He's never coming back. No, I mean, what they did was brilliant. The fact that it's all canon, but it, it all yeah. is in a different multiverse. Yeah. I mean. Which is all you had to do. Oh, yeah. Which, which CW yeah, did pulled off really well. In yes, CW did a great job. That's how the other seasons got really stupid. They still did better than the entire DCEU. Is that RSCW? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, they tied stuff in. Yeah. I just pissed Legends tomorrow. That, that, the only issue with my favorite CW, show on that season. CW stuff needs to be like. I love that so it's, it's getting in the last season. I loved it where it referenced the, the original to... Superman movie with yeah. Earthquake in California. So, right now, we're like sizing up Marvel zombies versus the Freddy train. It's kind of what the vibe is. John, you excited to talk to, to Ken? Our fucking Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. I'm really excited to talk to Ken. How yeah. many of those drops did you take? <laughs> Not right. enough. Not enough. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping that we could have Lisa back for a weekend. Yeah, yeah one, one more. I had some other questions I wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah. We're back to I'm, sh- I'm sure that uh, Tell them to hurry. Barely. We turned it down. Who knows, Charlie? And it's not Charlie. Charlie. That's that's <laughs> Anyway, we'll, we'll check back in here in a little bit as we get closer to the opening of day two. So, Danielle, you got to meet Bill Mosley. That's a development. I don't understand why when the time came for Danielle to meet Bill Mosley, Omar was so against. So against meeting him, right? Like Danielle and I were like, "Hey, we're gonna go talk to Bill Mosley." Listen, Jimmy. And Omar was like, "No, I'm not gonna fucking do that right now. I'm not ready." And Danielle was like, "Do you want me to wait for you?" And Omar's like, "Yeah." And then I said, "Danielle, do you want to meet Bill Mosley?" And she's like, "Fuck Omar." And then we went and met him. And 
So if we could turn that into a scare zone, that whole experience. <laughs> that, that's right on par with the uh, the Freddy. True to train.